Hey guys, welcome back. Episode number 39 today. It's all about traveling in one of the world's most dangerous cities. You are listening to Solo Women Travel Tribe Podcast with your host, Zena Jones. Learn, inspire, share, and connect with fellow solo woman travelers from all over the globe. Hey guys, welcome back. So this week's episode is being recorded from my Airbnb apartment in San Jose in Costa Rica. I just arrived here late last night. I had planned to do this back in Panama, but where I was in Bastimentos, which is in the Bocas del Toro region, I had a little overwater bungalow and it was way too noisy to even attempt recording it. And I was way too busy soaking up the sunshine, sipping on the cocktails and hanging out with new friends. So let's dive in to traveling in one of the world's most dangerous cities. So a couple of weeks back now, I spent seven days in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. Rio is considered one of the most dangerous cities in the world, and I had heard a lot of negative things about Rio. So many people had told me to be careful, you know, watch out, look after yourself, be careful. Uh, They told me, you know, don't stay too long. Don't wear any jewelry, don't go out after dark, travel in a pack, uh, don't carry much money on you, etc, etc. Now, yes, many of these are great tips for your safety, but they had created this image in my mind of how terrible and unsafe the city was going to be, and I was not holding high hopes for my time there. Boy, how wrong I really was. (laughs) My first three days in Rio were spent with my Intrepid Tour group. So the episode before this, I talked all about group travel, and I was traveling with Intrepid Travel. That is the company I was with. So it was the end of our 10-day trip. We had started off in Buenos Aires, and we finished in Rio. I remember being in Iguazu Falls, which was like our midway point, and one of the girls on our trip mentioned she had a friend in Rio at that moment in time, and she was also on a group trip, and it was with a different company. Someone on her trip had been robbed at knife point whilst they did a walking tour of the city in a group. Now, that was literally one day before we were due to arrive in Rio. (laughs) Well, that totally blew my theory of safety in numbers, didn't it? Okay, so we flew into Rio, and immediately I took precautions for my safety and for my valuables. So these are a few of the things that I did. I split up my money. So carrying only a small amount like literally the, the bare necessity, and I, and I kept my ATM card with me. So then I packed away my passport and my visa card, so my credit card, and all other money or cash that I had in separate places throughout my suitcase, and I locked it. Alternatively, you can use the hotel safe, but I personally just choose not to. It's just a preference that I have. 
I hid the extra cash in my socks, literally in a pair of socks. I hid the extra cash in there. The ATM card I put inside a tampon box. And the passport was on the bottom of one of my packing cubes with my clothes on top of it. I took off the jewellery that I was wearing, although it, was, it wasn't valuable. It was, you know, just cheap kind of costume jewellery. But the exception to that was I've got this semi-valuable ring that I literally cannot pull off my fingers or my finger. Um, so I, t I turned it inside out. Like I turned the ring around so that the gemstones were in, on the inside of my palm or inside my hand so that it wasn't visible to anyone glancing at my fingers or at my hand. They couldn't see the stones, so it didn't look like anything much. I also wore my bag across my body and in front of me and kept it like fully zipped up at all times. One extra thing that I did was I backed up my iPhone and my GoPro to my laptop and to iCloud. That way all of my photos, my information, everything was saved and up to date. Um, just in case. <laughs> I also left my GoPro locked inside the suitcase in the hotel room and I only took my cell phone for my photos and my footage. Although it's worth pointing out, I did bring out my GoPro later on once I'd established the lay of the land and I felt a lot safer. Our um, first outing, so I was still with the, the group trip, our first outing was to a restaurant for lunch and from there we went on to an ATM, which is about a 10-minute walk away for us. And we withdrew some of the local currency because we didn't really have any at that stage. So we were as a group and with our intrepid travel guide who'd been to the city many, many times before. And he actually lived there for a short time as well. So later that day, we went to a huge soccer game with 50,000 other fans in one of the main stadiums in Rio. And what an awesome experience that was. Really, really cool, and I would highly recommend it. It didn't take me long to establish my own opinion of Rio, so that was through a lot of observation and people watching. I knew this was a place where I needed to be cautious and follow my intuition, and I did, but I also knew that it was a place where people smiled and they laughed and they were kind to one another. It was a city with a lot to offer, and I really wanted to explore it. On day two in Rio, I was comfortable walking around on my own. So I started with not going too far and sticking to the main streets, but I was able to explore Copacabana Beach and grab some lunch as well. This was like instilling my confidence in myself and my ability to be okay in this city and yet to be okay on my own because of course I was with that group and I had come from the background of thinking safety in numbers as well. So this was yeah where I began to feel okay and that was just the beginning. As our um, group trip came to an end and I said goodbye to my new friends I moved on to a hotel on Copacabana beachfront which was amazing <laughs> and I continued to explore all that Rio had to offer. On a side note there, I did explore the option of staying in Airbnbs, but cost-wise, it was just as effective, if not more effective, to actually book a hotel. And I am really glad that I did. I had a beautiful view of Copacabana Beach, which I was very, very lucky to have. 
Okay, so I visited Christ the Redeemer statue. I actually went there twice. Thank you to the fog. <laughs> and the first time, like, the pictures were just, you, you couldn't even make out, the, you could barely make out the statue, to be fair. Whereas the second time, the fog cleared a couple of times. I was able to get a few photos, but it wasn't a, a beautiful blue, clear sky day. So something to bear in mind if you are going to Rio and you do want to visit Christ the Redeemer statue is that you need to be able to see it clearly from down by the beach or wherever you are down at sort of ground level because it's up on that hill and it fogs a lot. So bear that in mind. I also spent a lot of time on Copacabana Beach. I was sitting and lying down and walking along it. I really, really enjoyed it. The water uh, wasn't quite warm enough for me, so I didn't go swimming. <laughs> I'm a bit of a wuss when it comes to swimming. It has to be really warm for me to go in. I also ran along the waterfront. Like they've got, the, like where the cars are, there's a separate like lane next to the like uh, pedestrian walkway. God, I can't even think of the word I want. The um, next to the footpath. There we go, footpath. So next to the footpath, there is like this sort of two-way cycle lane, which they also use for running. So you can either run in it or cycle in it. It was really cool. It's quite wide. And it's, yeah, next to the beach. So I went for a run along that one morning, and I even took my iPhone. I just put it inside a case which I had hanging around my neck while I was running so I could listen to my music, and that was wicked. I really enjoyed that experience. I also went up Sugarloaf Mountain for an amazing view of the city and the beaches and the coastline. It was beautiful. I did some shopping. <laughs> Probably didn't need to, but I bought a very cheap and very beautiful maxi dress. And I explored many fabulous restaurants and eateries too. All in all, I really loved Rio. I had a wonderful time and it, thus far it is my favorite city in South America and I would love to go back one day. I feel like I barely even scratched the surface of what Rio had to offer. So I would love to go back. The biggest lesson that I learned from my visit to Rio was basically don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a city based on what you hear or what you read. Make up your own mind based on what you see and what you experience. I also really want to point out that it's important to acknowledge the safety concerns for the countries that we visit. And to really use your intuition and your common sense when visiting these places. I took more precautions than I usually would in Rio because of these things that I had heard and that I would read. And that is not a bad thing whatsoever. But what I shouldn't have done was let these warnings dictate ahead of time that I wouldn't feel safe and that I wouldn't enjoy my time there. Because that was totally wrong. Alright, I'm going to leave it there for this week. That is a wrap from me. I, um, I highly encourage you guys to visit Rio if you haven't already. And really just to reiterate that, you know, when it comes to traveling, from all of those things that you hear and you read and you see, you know, you've got to make up your own mind. So don't judge that book by its cover. 
you know, make up your mind based on what you see and what you experience, because at the end of the day, this is your journey. All right, as I said, that's a wrap from me. I am wishing you all safe and happy travels wherever you are out in the world. Huge love to you all, and I will talk to you again next week. Take care. Bye-bye. I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. If you would like to ask me any questions or give any feedback or comments, pop on over to Solo Woman Travel Tribe. I would love to hear from you guys and connect. Now, if you want to get your hands on my copy of the top five things you need to know as a solo woman traveler, it's not what you think, then head on over to www.solowomantraveltribe.com forward slash download. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are not already a member of our Solo Woman Travel Tribe, then please come and check us out at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Solo Woman Travel Tribe. Thanks again, and I hope to see you over in the group.